Now back to the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN. This is the Gordon Damer Show. Downloading Peacock. And look, you know you're going to do it. You know that you're a hypocrite. It's it's fine. We could all be hypocrites. All week long, I'm hearing every... Oh, this, this, the NFL owner. I don't want to download an app just to watch a football. This street, it's ridiculous. I got to pay $6. You're going to do You know you're going to. Now, all of a sudden, you're realizing that they will squeeze fans for every single nickel and dime, and they'll They'll pick you up by your ankles and shake you until the last nickel comes out. That it's never enough. Never enough. This is the Gordon Damer Show. On 98.7 ESPN. Wait until the NFL draft is being shown on Crackle. Wait until you, the uh, preseason games are on Tubi or something. Well, what's some of the other ones that are? I don't know. I don't know all the apps. What's that? Fubo. Fubo, yep. Roku. Gonna, yep. Oh, the Roku. We're going to get the big uh, Black Friday game on Roku. Get excited, people. Witness history. Don't you want to witness history? Oh, I remember the first time I watched a game on Peacock. <laughs> yeah, it's quite the moment. It's quite the moment. It is the Gordon Damer Show, 1-800-919-ESPN is the uh, telephone number, 1-800-919-3776. Before we go back to the phone, I did want to touch on the uh, the Jets here because um, the season now over. We're into the offseason, a very big offseason, whether they want to admit it or not. It it seems like they kind of admitted it without admitting it, that next year it's either strike it rich or head out looking for for new jobs for a whole bunch of people. So... um, this is the there is a playoff mandate for next year, no matter what. And it's funny to hear uh, the guy Subi calling and say, "Oh, I think the Texans are not as good as the, the Jets beat the Texans." The Texans won ten games in their real first year with a head coach and a quarter. They took a quarterback number two and they nailed it. And now their future looks very, very bright. Now that's not to say that they're Super Bowl bound or anything like. They might lose today. They might be the first team out. That's very possible. I mean, the amount of people picking the Browns. Everyone's on the Browns. Everybody is on the Browns. More people are on the Browns than are on the Chiefs. That's surprising to me. But if you're the Jets, and it is wild, right? All these big-name coaches that are available. Bill Belichick, Pete Carroll, Jim Harbaugh's out there. Mike McCarthy could be out of a job. Nick Sirianni. And the news uh, that just came down, A.J. Brown out Monday night for the Eagles. So that's not... Not that there's many good things going for the Eagles right now, but that's another thing to throw on the pile. And you have all these coaches that are out there that are available in the Jets after another year of failure, another year of disappointment. We're good. We're fine. We're good. We, we got everything we need right here. And after the season wrapped up this past week, I asked a question. I'll ask it to Joe Leo, and I'll ask you at 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. Not that it's going to happen, but a little thought experiment. If tomorrow Aaron Rodgers called up the Jets and said, you know what, I've had some second thoughts, and I'm going to decide to retire. If that happened, if Aaron Rodgers were taken off the table for the Jets, at the start of the offseason, right now, would they be better off or would they be worse off? Would they be better off or would they be worse? I think that the natural inclination is, well, 
the hope that you have for next year is that Rodgers comes back, is Aaron Rodgers, and away you go. He, by the greatness of Aaron Rodgers, four-time MVP, he will fix a lot of the issues. Now, they have to fix some other ones, like the offensive line. they got to find another receiver. But Aaron Rodgers is so much grit in it, and it's his offense, right? He's the guy that runs this. Nobody can run it like him. So just by him being there and him being healthy, clearly they're going to be a whole lot worse off if he were ever to say, oh, my God, I'm done here. I, I got to get out of here. I don't know if that's the case, though. Now, in the, in the short term, yeah, they probably would be worse off because it's, it's nearly impossible to find a, a replacement for Aaron Rodgers even at the start of the, of the offseason. But you think about it, they would clear, I think that they would clearly have second thoughts about keeping the offensive coordinator. Like the moment Aaron Rodgers leaves, Nathaniel Hackett will probably leave as well. Secondly, the Jets wouldn't feel like they were being held hostage by the court. Like they could do, the, the offseason would be a kind of more of a blank slate as opposed to what they have right now. Like if, if Rodgers were not available to you, you can evaluate the quarterbacks at 10. You can evaluate the quarterbacks and, and think, of, oh, would this be our long-term solution? Can we take another, another swing at, at the, uh, the pinata, <laughs> if it were? You could at least have that as an option. You don't have to go into the draft thinking we got a draft for need. And that's, that's never a good position for any organization. If you're at the, at the top, if you're at the, especially if you're where the Jets are at, like haven't made the playoffs in forever. You, don't have, you should never be drafting for need but based on the fact that you're ki- you, you are, not kind of, you are a win-now situation, you have to draft for need. So I think it's clear that if the Jets stay at 10, if they move up, if they move down, they, they have to find two starting tackles this offseason. So they almost certainly, whatever their first pick is, if it's 10, if it's higher, if it's lower, it almost certainly has to be a tackle. We kind of thought that last offseason, and they didn't, they got... They got the swerve pulled on them, and they had to kind of adjust on the fly. And, and while Will McDonald might turn out to be a, a good player in the long term, it didn't, really, it didn't do anything to help them this year, and they certainly could have used the help. So if, if Aaron Rodgers, and I'll ask Joe Leo, Joe, what do you think? If, if Rodgers came in and said today, you know what, I've had second thoughts, I'm retiring, Jets better off or worse off? They're better off if they realize, hey, now we're not beholden to this coaching staff. We can go out and we can sign exactly. a Pete Carroll. Another thing. Yep. We could sign a, a Mike Vrabel. We could call Bill Belichick and have him block our number mid-call. But they're worse off. No Jet fan trusts this organization to get it right with the quarterback position. They're at 10 anyway. They would have to trade up with a pick that they don't have in the second round this year. They would have to trade next year's first-round pick to even entertain the top four to get to try to get a quarterback. So I think they are worse off if Rodgers leaves, and it's almost better off if he, when he does leave, that he gives them the, the heads up because then they can, you know, do their due diligence and reconfigure this whole thing because that's where we're headed. Once Rodgers hangs it up, Everyone currently employed is probably not going to be employed anymore. Yeah. Um, I, look, I think in the short term, yeah, they would kind of be screwed because at 10, how, how do you go and find a quarterback? I guess uh, of the free agent quarterbacks, there's no real 
realistic option. Like Kirk Cousins has already turned down the Jets once. That's not really an option. The you get a holdover. You get yeah. like a, a yeah, Jacoby Brissett. Like, oh, look, you could maybe get Gardner Minshew to kind of come in there and, and hold the fort down if you drafted somebody. That that might be a, a way to go. But I think it does kind of get back to um, that you probably don't trust Joe Douglas based on the previous high pick for a quarterback. I don't know that you'd necessarily trust him. I just think that it would free them up to act in the best interest of the Jets, and I feel like they're they're acting in the best interest of the Jets, but only based on what the Supreme Leader wants. And the Supreme Leader, clearly, we all know who that is. The Jets picked a perfect time to not need a coach. Perfect time. <laughs> I even forgot about Vrabel. I even forgot. Jet fans would love Vrabel, right? Uh, like a fiery guy, just going to tell you exactly what he thinks. Well, you could make good with Pete Carroll, too. This organization. Oh, Pete Carroll, you, already, you fired Pete Carroll. I know you don't remember. You're too no, young, Joe. I, You're 13 years old. You don't remember they, when Pete Carroll yes, coached I, the Jets. I, but. They fired Pete Carroll, but they could bring – and they hired Rich Kotite after that. So that right. Went, that yeah, went as if it wasn't bad great. enough to fire Pete Carroll, they burned in Rich Kotite as a result. But they could make good with Pete Carroll. He'd no, be a great No, but Pete Carroll's not going to come to the Jets. They fired him. He's a – Jordan Montgomery's not going back to the Yankees because they traded him. You don't go right. back to the person that rejected you. Vrabel would be incredible in New York. Absolutely yeah, incredible. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But I do think it's interesting because – and I put this up on my uh, on my Twitter, on my X page, post, whatever you will call these things now, and the, the final result was exactly 50-50. Exactly 50-50. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number, 1-800-919-3776. Let's go to Dave in the car. Dave, what's going on, man? Hey, what's up? Great question. Um, I think that, uh, you know, unfortunately it's not going to happen, but, yeah, the Jets definitely would be off the hook um, and would be able to really focus, I think, more, have a more 360 like really trying to build some type of new culture moving forward. But they're beholden to Rodgers. And to that end, I'm just going to throw this out there. I'm thinking about the temperature. I'm thinking if the Jets were going to Kansas City today or going to Buffalo today. And I'm looking at the resume that we've seen from Rodgers and Hackett in the last, say, 48 months, okay? Hackett was a complete train wreck in Denver. He really hasn't done much in the NFL. His best time in the NFL was when he had Rodgers and Rodgers prime. And we have a 40-something-year-old Rodgers who's never come back off of an injury like this and is, you know, in a high-pressure situation now for the first time in his life with respect to recovering from an injury at this age. I don't even see the Jets next year with a healthy Rodgers or Hackett unless something miraculous happens. I don't see them sniffing the playoffs. Am I wrong to feel that way? Well, look, Dave, thanks for the phone call. It's it's very debatable, right? Like, it's clear that that's the path they're going forward with, and, and you just have to hope that it, it all works out. And I can understand your skepticism because, let's be honest, when was the last time it all worked out for the Jets? Like, uh, I'm a pessimistic Dolphin fan, but that it's not just because I'm a pessimistic person. Generally, I'm an optimistic person. But when you've, you've had the history that you've had, you'll be a moron to just keep this sunny disposition. No, this is the time it's going to work out. It's it's a it's a it's the relationship between the hammer and the nail. So I would think that any Jet fan who is at this point looking optimistically is a is a is a is a wide-eyed optimist. I think is a bit foolish. So uh, now 
could it work out? Yeah, it could. But what is what do you need for it to work out? You need you need Rodgers to come back and play at a very high level, which we've not really seen. Even the last year in Green Bay, his numbers were down. He is coming off a significant injury. He is going to be what turned 41 in the course of next year, even though it's at the end of the year. You got to fix the offensive line, which you've been trying to fix since Joe Douglas got even before Joe Douglas got here. And you have to find other pieces like every team has to find other pieces. And the options are not great. We were talking with Rich Samini during the week about the Jets cap situation is not good. Their, their draft capital is, is like bottom five in the league. So it's not impossible for these things to happen, but it, it, the, the, um, the level of difficulty is, is certainly raised. And even when there were off seasons where the level of difficulty was not as high, they were not able to do these things. Let's go out to uh, Sharif is in the car. Sharif, what's going on, my man? Hey, guys. How are you? Thanks for taking my call. Um, first, I mean, I, we're talking, you were talking about the Giants earlier. They, they, gotta, they have to keep Daniel Jones, one, because they're paying him, and two, the sixth pick, it, it'll, it'll be somebody that they have to work on anyway. So it, I don't think they want to go through that again. If they had the first, second pick, maybe, you know, that makes more sense. You know, and they have, the, like, four, top, four picks in the top 70, so you load up on offensive linemen and try to get wide receivers and see what's the free agents with the offensive linemen. And uh, that's on the Giants, no, on the, and you were just talking about Aaron, jo- uh, Aaron Rodgers. He also needs to call Tom Brady this, this summer and tell him, show me how I stay in the pocket and move my feet a little bit and just go down. Because he, he needs to know that he's 40 years old and he can't run like he used to. Because if he tries to do that again with another weak offensive lineman, he's going to get hurt and he's not going to be that good. And just to note, if Rodgers did play, you know, remember the Jets only threw, what, 11 or 12 touchdowns for the season? So if he had another 10 touchdowns, even if he had an average year, there would be a better team. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. And Sharif, thanks for the phone call. They, it's, what is it, 2019, the last time a Jet quarterback threw for more than 10, 10, 10 touchdowns? Uh, in terms of the Giants and uh, the offensive line, people, oh, they they got to take another offensive lineman. They have invested a lot of resources into the offensive line. Now, Andrew Thomas looks like he's he's a hit. They just have to kind of keep him healthy. I don't know that you can inv- – they took, uh, what was it, uh, John Michael Schmitz in the second round last year. They took Evan Neal with the seventh or eighth pick the year before that. Uh, the, the, the kid, uh, what is it, Zidu? He was like a second or a third round pick. So they've invested a lot of resources. That's why I think the hiring of the offensive line coach, that might be the most important hire they make. They have, they've got to take these guys and get them to play better. Now, I'm not saying that they're not going to use some draft capital or some resources on improving the offensive line, but I don't think that you can continue. Teams don't build teams by using premium pick after premium pick on the offensive line. They've already done that. Now they have to see what they can get out of those pieces. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. Fran is in Massapequa. Fran, what's going on, man? What's up, G? How you doing, baby? I'm good, Fran. What's up? Good to talk to you, buddy. Um, now, listen, uh, I'm a diehard Bears fan. So we know. Before yes. I get to that, yeah, before I get to that, just quick on the Jets, you were talking about them. Listen, they're pathetic. It's not going to change. In sports, you got to remember, there's two things guaranteed in sports. And everybody knows it, I think. Winners and losers. 
Very simple. I'm a Bears fan. We've been losers. Jet fans have been losers. Uh, not Jet fans, I apologize. The Jets have been losers. That's simple. You look at the Jets situation before I get to the Bears. The Jets situation is, I mean, it's it's laughable. Think about it. you got Jet fans calling up saying, well, you know, I know if Rodgers here, we, would, we wouldn't have the coach. You have a quarterback, Rodgers, who's determining the whole coaching staff and everything. It's I, I, As a Bears fan, it's laughable. It, it, exa- Listen, I didn't want him to get hurt, but this is exactly what I had wanted him to fail. The only way it's, – it's, right now it's 90% a complete disaster. The only way that Rodgers can flip this is if they go to the AFC East Championship and possibly maybe the Super Bowl. That's it. Otherwise, it's, a, it's one of the biggest disasters – complete just foolery in the history of the NFL that a quarterback can come in who never played a dime, never played for the team, and has that in that season has the has, a, has the worst offensive coordinator in the country. I mean, it's just it's laughable. So now I got to move on to my team because unfortunately I live in New York and I got to hear about the Jets in, every day. I can't stand Rodgers. I'm glad he's gone. No, I'm, I, what am I doing? I mean, Gordon, come on. I mean, you were just talking about how many? What is there? Five or six coaches that can that are better than the guy we got, and then you got a couple of really, really, really top shelf coaches. And and who do you think they should take number one? The kid from USC? Yeah, no question. Uh, uh, and Fran, okay, thanks no, for the no. phone call. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I don't think it's a. I know it's kind of debatable right now because Justin Fields showed you some stuff um, down the stretch of the season, and you think, ah, well, that that's kind of like the worst situation to be in with a quarterback is that they're not a complete bust. They show you glimmers of hope because then you buy in and you kind of forget about the other issues, the turnovers, the, the, the lack of, of um, pocket presence, the amount of sacks he takes. I think that when, when all is said and done, the bears will trade Justin Fields and they will take Caleb Williams. Number one. I think that they would be making a mistake not to do that. Now back to the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN. Hey, people, listen up. It is the ESPN New York Super Box Bonanza 5. One, two, three, four, five. We're giving away over $10,000 in cash and prizes. All qualifiers get a $25 Fanatics gift card and a chance at one of 10 Super Boxes with prizes including a big-screen TV, Nintendo Switch, MetaQuest, and a whole lot more. Get your box for the big game by listening weekdays, DPH Ron Rothenberg, 6 to 10, Barton Hahn from noon to 3, and the Michael K. Show from 6, from 3 to 6.30 for your chance to win. You can win $500 for the first and third quarters, $1,000 at halftime, and a final score payout of two grand. And it's all brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. For full contest rules, go to Super Box Bonanza. I consider myself dumb. I think I am a dumb person. I see things that other people are capable of doing, and I could, I could never technology-wise, all these different things. So I consider myself dumb, but I can't be that dumb because I don't fall for scams. Like when you see information or you hear information, you have within your grasp a device to find out what's true and what's not true. So we just had a caller there 
reference a, a report that Caleb Williams has somehow told people that he doesn't want to declare for the draft unless the Bears trade the number one pick. That is not true. There are fictitious, satirical Twitter accounts whose job it is to create these stupid things, and people fall for them. But all you have to do, and I'm not going to mention the name because the guy's got double the amount of figures. He's got double the amount of followers than my idiot has. But all you have to do is look at the other tweets that the guy has put out or the, the account has put out, and you realize it's fake. Don't get your news from people you've never heard of before on Twitter. Also, what is it? Porch sport. Don't get your, your report, your news from porch sports or whatever the stupid thing is. And make sure that Adam Schefter's name is correctly spelled. It's not Adarn Schefter. That Adarn Schefter, he gets people. And they fall for it. They don't, they don't check it. They don't do even the most basic Google search. I saw this thing on Facebook. I, it must be true. It's probably not true. So no matter how dumb you might feel in the course of the day, just realize you're, you're not someone who has is, who is copy and pasted a Facebook post about how you do not give Facebook the right to use your likenesses and images and that this is now going to somehow circumvent copyright law. You're not one of those people, hopefully. Or you've, you've copy and pasted this status update and now the ads are gone. I don't know how it works, but I see all my old friends again. Those, don't, those are scams. Those are hoaxes. Those don't work. And no, Caleb, a long way of saying Caleb Williams has not told anybody anything officially about not wanting to go to the Bears. Ah, we got that over chest. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. 1-800-919-3776. Coming up, I think 11 o'clock we will do our polar opposite of power rankings and go through our receipts from before the season. So we got that. 11.30, we will do what I learned on TikTok. And then probably uh, 12 o'clock, we will have our NFL picks. And our NFL picks this year, it's not just NFL picks. It is the quest for the perfect postseason. There you go. 13 games. 13-0. Only on the Gordon Damer Show. Let's go back to the phones. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. And let's go out to Omar in Brooklyn. Omar, my friend, how are you? Good morning. Congratulations to my Buffalo Bills. And uh, let me uh, tell you honestly, uh, uh, yeah, Mr. Goldenheimer, did I tell you that Ananobi will be a Nick? And you said, I will bet my buddy that whatever his uh, uh, record-wise it is, uh, that I'll bet the money against it because now the uh, Umar said it. And yes, Omar said it. Generally, it does generally turn out to be. You have to admit, your track record is not, is not the best. It's like having faith in the Jets of turning things around in one offseason. Okay, okay. Now, now I come to realize this, and I'm not exaggerating. Uh, from 6-6 six and six, uh, 
I was hesitant about uh, where my teams are. They have not mm-hmm. played great games, but they have come up to win six in a row and goes uh, uh, five in a row and goes to uh, the playoffs as a mm-hmm. second seed. And they are a dangerous team. Anything can happen on any given Sunday w- with the weather now, uh, the below freezing debris and the snow that uh, suits uh, Pittsburgh Steelers' run game because people are going to throw less. So anything can happen. But uh, I. I just on my circumstances, I'll give you something. Uh, as a Tennessee, remember that Tennessee uh, Titans, uh, 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 like uh, uh, special team player that passed away this year, whose uh, uh, music miracle he threw, uh, went and the Buffalo Bills lost a music miracle against Tennessee uh, in a punt return when he throws that. Uh, 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 went on to score a touchdown. Remember that guy? Yes. He yes, passed away this year. So, yes. And then this year, Dallas Cowboys, we have exercised a lot of demons that have hurt in the past and uh, continuously in the last one and two years that we have continuously exercised the demons. I think this is the year, the way we have come back from the scratch and started to generate some choice. Uh, you said it last year, you picked up the Buffalo Bills. I think one year too late, but uh, that is the year. Now it's going to come, and every time uh, nobody circles the wagon like the Buffalo Bills, we have exercised the demons, and we going and ready to go for a long run. Oh, Omar is very is very uh, low key today. I'm surprised, All right, Omar. Thanks for the phone call. That's Frank Wycheck, of course, who uh, passed away. The Music City Miracle, very uh, very diplomatic, very very uh, measured. I don't think I've ever heard Omar like that before. I, I like the swings of Omar, the he's, wild he's, happiness. He started the call congratulating his team. Yes. Well, that's that's fair. They they were sitting at 500. They did get on a run. I, I predicted that uh, about a month ago. I said the Bills will not lose another game this season, and I was absolutely correct, at least the regular season. And uh, now they go into the postseason. But here's the thing for the Bills in the postseason. This is the – where they wound up is where they were supposed to be. They haven't accomplished anything yet. So you can congratulate them for winning the AFC. They were supposed to win the AFC. They say, con- oh, the British are coming, British are coming, the Knicks are coming. You can congratulate them for being the number two. They were supposed to be the number two. The if Knicks not high. are about to explode. It's amazing. The Omar clips he's got right away. The, the music that I told him to have right before the segment started, that he's searching for, pulling it up, going down to the basement. There it is. The I don't, do, don't deserve this, by the way. The Bills have not accomplished anything yet. And, and there's only one goal for the Buffalo Bills, and it ain't winning against the Steelers. It ain't making the AFC Championship game. It ain't making the Super Bowl. It is to win the whole shebang. That's the only success for the Buffalo Bills. There's very few teams like that. Like the Houston Texans, if they go out today and and don't win, they've still had a successful season. They are on the low. The, the, the Green Bay Packers playing with house money at this point. If they go out and win a play, I mean, that would be absolutely incredible to go into Dallas and win a playoff game like that. Incredible. There are other teams that are a little further up on the on the ladder. Like if the Dolphins go out and and lose today, it's it's there's no question. It's a disappointing season, given how it started and how it looked like it was going to be. You lose the division, you lose a playoff game again. Now, if they were to simply win a playoff game, that would be quite an accomplishment for a team that's not won a playoff game in 20 years, over 20 years. 
But there are some teams at the very tippy, tippy, tippy top, and that's the Niners. Anything less than a Super Bowl championship is a failure. For the Ravens, anything less than a Super Bowl championship is a failure. And for the Buffalo Bills, anything short of a Super Bowl championship this year is, no question about it, an absolute disaster. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. 1-800-919-3776. Do I have time to take another call here, Harvey? All right. I do not. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. Coming up, we will get more of your phone calls, but we also have to unveil the polar opposite of power rankings. The NFL season before it began, we made our predictions, you made your predictions, and a lot of those predictions were god-awful. And we will give you the worst of those predictions next on the Gordon Damer Show, 98.7 FM, ESPN, New York.